Philadelphia. I'm Joel Embiid. Like, I want the ball. You can use John with anything. You can be like, yo, hey, them Johns is hot. Them, your shoes, you know what I'm saying? So it can mean anything. Welcome, welcome, welcome back at the Fly Zone. And I'm one of your hosts, Candace McLean, and I'm joined with Deshaun the Connect Carter. And we are back. Um, we put out the first episode. It was almost a week ago to this day. And yep. we got good, good feedback. And if you want to listen to those episodes or any episode in the future, be sure to check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, on iTunes. We also have, you know, the social media is going with Instagram and Twitter. And so mm -hmm. we're trying to reach you guys. Give us all your feedback. Don't forget, Again, get, don't forget to give them the at names on Instagram. Instagram, we are the dot fly zone on Twitter. We are the fly zone. Correct. Follow. We are, like we said, a from the people for the people for the people Philadelphia centric podcast, giving you all the best local news, the best sports news, the best social and cultural topics. We're going to go all around the world. Well, technically all around the city, right? Not around the world. And we're going to give it to you raw, unfiltered, give you the whole breakdown of what's going on in the city. The BT uncut. Uh, one of the things we actually, since we recorded Sean, the Sixers have played three scrimmages. They played against the Grizzlies, they played against the Thunder, and they played against the Mavs. Don't don't remind me. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm joking. <laughs> we got one. We got one win. We got one. They win. got one. They got one stinking ass win. Yo, I'm I'm mad. I ain't gonna lie. I'm mad. And I I think I'm mad because I was so excited. I was so excited for the for them to see them play, to see them be better. They they made changes to the lineup. All of this stuff. I'm excited. I'm hyped. So you said Eastern Conference Championship caliber team. That's what I said. That's what I said. Um, can I ask you, are you mad? Are you mad? Or were, you, were you excited just because you're so sports deprived because we're in the quarantine? Because well, I'm, I'm, and part of me is just like, well, it's a scrimmage. And I'm, I'm saying, were you excited because, oh, it's at least it's basketball? Or were you excited because you're a Sixers fan? And like, I was you wanted to see because, yeah, I was sports deprived, like you said. And number one, I wanted to see the Sixers. And you know, I wanted to see. The, I was really excited because they made the changes. Really, honestly, we ain't seen. We ain't had sport. We got cut. The basketball season got cut short. So of course, I was hyped when it came back. And then when they made the changes to the lineup, I'm like, oh, all right. Well, let's see what happens. So that got me a little, a little more into it than you know probably I would have been. But once I seen what was going on, I ain't gonna lie. The, 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 in the first uh, scrimmage, the starters did look dominant. I did like what I seen in the, with the uh, the starters. But I hated what I seen from the bench. It was like we don't, we don't have, we're not deep at all. We're not deep at all. I said, I said Eastern Conference Finals, mm -hmm. second round, second round. <laughs> that fast. Oh, so you're, you're, now you're team Candace. But I will, I want to say what I saw was the same problems that we always had. We never had any Nothing depth. Tone nervous popped up in the second and third scrimmage game. And I said, and then Embiid's, of course, Embiid's injury popped up. And I said, this is literally the catalyst of the Sixers right now. A turnover Yo. team. We couldn't defend the pick and roll before. The second in the second game, we showed that we couldn't then against the Thunder. We had turnover issues before. They continued. I'm, uh, I'm the bright spot. Tobias Harris. He obviously he showed Tobias up in every showed game. Up a little bit. Fifteen points in the first game. Six for eleven field goals. I need to be more consistent though. I need to be more consistent. First game he had like fifteen points. Come he had fifteen Tobias. points. Yeah, yeah. In the last game he had twenty eight. He had twenty eight points and eleven rebounds in twenty nine minutes against the Mavericks. Oh, no, so, I need that every night out of him, though. He, $80 million man. When I think of consistency, he was the most – Tobias was the most consistent player in Orlando for us. So you say something like, oh, I need more consistency from him. I'm like, well, if you, need if you need consistency from your most consistent player, we got a problem. We have a big problem. We have a big problem. I, the reason I said we need, I need him to be more consistent is because – how much did he get paid? Four years? 
what, what, like 85 mil, I think it was. Especially when it, it, well, I think, five year, 180 million dollar deal. Wow. Okay. We near wow. maxed them out. I was like, when I see Tobias go and drop 28, 11 rebounds in 29 minutes, I'm like, hell yeah, that's what I want to see. I need to see that on a nightly basis, Tobias. I ain't saying you got to drop 28 every single night, but you need to be efficient, bro. He not a he not. I don't feel like for what we paying him, he's not giving us what we what he's worth. From Orlando. Yeah. Your takeaway is Tobias Harris. He was solid. I just wanted to be a little more consistent. He was solid. I don't have anything to say about Tobias Harris at all in that scrimmage. I have okay. nothing to say about Tobias Harris coming out of the scrimmages. He was the only person who tried, who was consistent. And the all season, he was, he's the only person that, that plugged the stat line consistent, consistently. You know, Simmons had nine assists in the first game. And we just shot the we shot the lights out the first game. It was the three pointers were all going. The three, everything yeah. was working. Obviously, Ben Simmons came out there at 14, 11, and nine in the second game. We said thunder, uh, but you know, in the first half of that game, we were ten or twenty three in three pointers. The shots. I mean, I remember you texted me. You were like, "Why?" You said, "Why are we shooting so many threes? Yeah, we shot 23, three. 23 three pointers in the first half. Obviously, Horford made four or five in the whole game. Shake made three or six in the whole game. That's not that's not sustainable." As we saw against the Mavs, they were just not going in. In the first half, we shot 15 and 57 from the floor against the Mavs. 15 of 57 from the floor in the first half. So that carried over to the third. Hold on, hold on. We're not going to brush past that. Like, you ain't say what you just said. I just said it. <laughs> read, read that stat line again to me, please. We were 15 of 57 from the floor in the first half. Hey, yo, what the fuck? In the first half, Kenneth, that is fucking horrible. At, I, so at, at a certain point, I feel like okay, a, a coach is supposed to say, okay, we're not really the shots are not going down. Our rhythm is off. Let me let me draw up a play. Let me draw something up to get us a rhythm, get us in flow. Something. He, yo, Brett. This is what I'm saying. And Brett is holding us back, man. Yo, honest to guy, and I don't know how nobody gonna feel about this. When I seen Tibbs went to the to the Nets, I mean to the Knicks, I was I upset. I'm Knicks. I was like, damn. I don't care if I'm going to the Knicks <laughs> at all. I want listen, listen. I'll take the reason why he's on the damn couch. Over, like over I understand name. names. There's a reason he's on the couch. He's he he would he would get us to the same ceiling spot as Brett because all he is a defensive mind. He can't adjust. We would have the same. We would get to the same ceiling with Thibodeau. That's why he's been fired in multiple locations. So I don't need another coach. We already have a so-called fake good defense, but I don't need that. I feel what you're saying, and I, I'm not even saying you're wrong. You both might be like in a couple years, so I don't know about Brett. that. Uh, my thing is, <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> I never wanted a man to lose his job until I met Brett Brown. Oh, get the hell out of my back! God, man. And I'm saying I'm watching the third game, and we're 15 again, 15 to 57 from the floor in the first half. And I'm watching Simmons on Luca. That's a mismatch. I mean, because of our length, we have mismatches across the floor. And I said to myself, oh, why can't we finish at the rim? I saw Simmons actually try to take Luca. His shots didn't go in. Tobias somehow got switched on Tim Hardaway Jr. He's backing him down, body and body, body. That don't go in. I mean, actually, I even to a point where I saw Kylo Quinn miss a wide open dunk. And I'm like, we can't finish at the rim. I'm sitting there watching people just, you know, dunk or just body for body for body, turn pivot to pivot around, turn around, and and they're making that shot. So I'm like, this hook shot Ben Simmons has is sporadic. Yo, I don't even think he practices. It's almost like watching a prayer try to go in. You know, like just shooting your shot. Like it's literal. That's Shooting your shot, literally. Uh, and so yeah. beyond the turnovers of carrying over to Orlando, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not going to be negadelphia. I'm not going to be negadelphia. When the starters played together, generally they have looked dominant in all the games together. <laughs> well, the one game in, in B, Graces was his presence. The, the, all three games has been mostly, especially the first two, the stars get a massive lead. 
and the deck was coming and either blow it or they can sustain it. So I'm not saying we did, we, we did several phenomenal things. Yeah. Our defense showed up. When people tried to drive on us consistently, whether it was Ben Simmons, whether it was Matisse, we got set, we were stealing the ball left and right. Our length showed up. We, we passed the ball well when we had, when you did it with intention. I mean, there were just things that basically showed up. I mean, obviously Ben Simmons filled the stat line. He's always going to fill a stat, stat line. He's a supreme athlete. Um, so there were things we did well, but the things that we felt like there were that were holding us back in the season, I'm seeing them in Orlando, which is inconsistent shooting, even though we're going to continue to shoot the three-pointer. The center, because we're going to move Ben to the four, you had Al Horford at the perimeter, you're going to have him beat at the perimeter because they're setting the screens now as opposed to Simmons out there setting those screens. The inconsistency, Josh Richardson, like you want to talk about inconsistent, you need to say, oh, she more from, I don't care a fuck about Tobias. Josh Richardson continues to give us nothing. That's a real problem. Yeah. I'm watching his little floaters. I'm, I'm, I, I literally will just watch the game to watch these scrimmages just to watch Josh. Because the, the line that was given to us was that, oh, he's injured, everything else is going on. And, you know, so, like, if, if anybody's out there being a dead body corpse, is that is uh Josh. Josh yes. Richardson. <laughs> I'm getting more from Matisse No, Josh was quiet. Yo, Matisse was – Matisse is my baller of the weekend, bro. Matisse was hooping when the defense decided to ball. Matisse was Josh hooping. might as well he, – he's invisible. He might as well cast for the damn ghost. He was not there. You didn't see him. The, the turnovers continue to show up in the second and third game. But the coaching showed up. In the last seconds of that game last night, this is a Mavericks game because the people don't know what they were recording. It's a Mavericks game, the, the third last scrimmage game. And and we made a layup. Allen Burks, who's actually played – Allen Burks actually gave us good minutes this whole entire three games. I actually, like, liked him in the rotation. Allen Burks, he actually was, like, a yeah. bright spot. And yeah, then we're up. We, we, nice talk, we pretty much were within the, the, the one point or whatever. And we actually let J.J. Berea come down, and we don't follow him. We let him. We like they pass. Let we let it. him dribble the ball across that court. He goes, he goes, he goes, and then he makes the layup. And now we're down three. And I said, "What the fuck was that?" And now we have five seconds left in the game to pop a three to tie the game, not to win it. And I'm like, "Who the hell decided not to foul?" So then what happened? Dog, this is nothing new. This is nothing new. This is the same old same every week. And Brett, they Dallas fouls us because we had a foul to give. And then because. Alan Burks perceives he's going to get fouled again, which didn't happen. He just throws up the ball with five seconds left in the game. It goes nowhere near the basket, and we lose the game. The coaching. the co- Exactly, the coaching. The coaching. The, the inconsistent shooting, like I said, the turnovers, the fact that our big men is going to stay on the perimeter, inconsistency when it comes to Josh Richardson, and we can talk about Tobias as well, like you said. The fifth, the fifth like, horsemen of the apocalypse that we're talking about for our season and why we're going to fucking suck or are we not going to go far was the coaching. We said this before. And that showed you. I said this last week. When you, it's, You're going to need it. I, I mean, Sean, I think I'm, like, listening to my own voice in my head from last week's episode when I said, at some point, you need to make the third down throw. At some point, the coach is going to have to make a decision. And I said, it's going to be seconds left in the game, and he has to make a smart decision. And we just had it. It never so, happens. And granted, it's a scrimmage. It doesn't, it doesn't count because it's a scrimmage. But listen. It's going to matter because that's the same process it's going to use when, when the game's online. He wasn't out there doing the summer league. You know how you do summer league? You say, let's just put them in a situation to see what they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. That was the case. That wouldn't be, that would have been no timeout. They would have let J.J. Barrett score, and he just would let the clock run, and y'all go figure it out. He called a timeout to draw up a set play or a set design, and that's what we got. We saw – were we surprised by anything we saw? Were you surprised by anything you saw? After the Alina switch happened, everything, no, everything happened. Anything did you see was did you put a lot? Do you put a lot of stake into what you saw because it's a scrimmage and, you know – Normally, well, it's normally not real I would say no, but I feel like we saw exactly what we we're going to get. I understand with you. Normally, I would say no, but when it's the same problems that we had before, the lack, the inconsistent shooting, the turnovers, 
the coaching. The inability to readjust your game to become a low post team or finding other ways to score besides just jacking up more shots. That's that we brought that back to Orlando. So to me, I wouldn't have cared like pre, like if it if it was a scrimmage, but it was the same. Our ghosts have 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 come with us to Orlando. That's why I say it, I give some credit to it because his name is Brett. <laughs> there it is. So there's Sixers fans. We play our, we play Indiana in the first seeded game on Saturday at 7 p.m. Um, I don't think we actually can go that much down actually. Yeah, no, we actually can't so. because even if the other teams beneath us were perfect in their seeded games, we we still be at six. So all we can do is go up at barely. But right now we're looking at six. We're looking at playing Boston in the first round. Um, so we do play. We play Indiana Saturday night, 7 p.m. It's gonna be NBC Sports Philadelphia. If you're if you're watching. If you want to rant, let us know. We'll be on social media. We'll be talking about we'll be talking it. Talking about it. Yeah, we'll probably be throwing our teeth, throwing our TVs when we do that. <laughs> <laughs> from like one team, from you got one team prepping in the bubble to Orlando. We got another team in the city prepping for their season coming up, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. My bird. And uh, Marquis Goodwin, one of the many players this weekend or the last couple of days who opted out of the 2020 season. Uh, for COVID nineteen reasons, I think the the, the Patriots like six of their players with like Dante Hightower, their Pro Bowl linebacker, Brandon Bolden, Patrick Chun, a lot of players. But we got right now, all we have is Mike is good one. Uh, he released a statement. He said, you know, three years ago, I made a decision to that affected my whole life. I chose to leave my wife at the hospital after after prematurely birthing our first baby, which resulted in a fatality to play in a football game. I felt like I had to prove to my coaches and new new team that I was dedicated to winning and I wouldn't let that anything keep me from that goal. Not even my family. He goes on to talk about, you know, he's just going to pick choose his family over playing this season in the NFL, which I completely respect. And I completely get that decision. A hundred percent. And especially you can't knock a man for, yeah. for picking his family over anything. So I get Especially that. in the situation, I don't know if anybody watched. Yeah, I don't know if anybody watched his like actual YouTube channel. His wife, but they've been through a lot of stuff. You, if anybody has a chance to watch it, but th- in this case, for obviously, he's lost. He lost two twin children, uh, two da- two babies. His wife had a difficult time getting pregnant. This is he's now a father. And the YouTube channel he talks about his whole life. His only goal in life was to be a father. He didn't want to do anything else. He the NFL was like a bonus track. The Olympics was a bonus. His one main drive in life was to be a father. He now he is one, and I can understand completely why you would just say I'm not risking my family i'm gonna choose them over that but he did say the eagles fans it's gonna be worth the wait next year he told us that he's like eagles fans be worth the next year it's gonna be worth the wait he's he, he wants to be an eagle he said and he wants to play in philadelphia a year from now he's it's gonna be worth the wait to wait for him to come off the couch and we'll go out there and catch passes and i believe him now sean i believe him. I, I do yeah I, I mean he's he's you know injuries aside when he's when he's healthy he's a, he uh has a, he's a chance to blow the yeah, lid up the game yeah. so but what it does do sean I get your thoughts on this. With him out, who steps in for Mike? He's a good one on this roster. Greg Ward. It's like no. <laughs> Random spoons. Like you bring them back up. Random spoons. But no, um, one I think one of the rookies gonna have to step up. Because like I said, Greg Ward is like like mm-hmm. I said on last episode, Greg Ward is not gonna take the top off of defense. And that's what you that's what Marquise Gooden was giving you. So to replace that, I think it's gonna be it's gonna have to be one of the younger guys. One of the young guys we drafted, gonna have to come in and show up. Wait, you talking about Watkins or John Hightower or Jalen Rager or Niels Three? Yeah, or? well, I feel like Rager's already going to be in the in the lineup. I feel like so. Alshon's already on the pup list. I'm pretty sure everybody's seen that. So yes, yeah, I feel, and I think they may even have to go into uh, free agency a little bit. They have to dab, dab in that. I want to tell you what the answer is. The young guys are going to step up. 
I'm not interested in that at all. I'm not interested in that at all. I mean, because yeah, I don't I'm know if inexperience, and I, I want to say is because inexperience to me, inexperience at certain positions is never a great thing because it would be the entire core. It's not like, oh, young guys can't do anything. Like, obviously, DK and Metcalf ended our season last year. Young guys can do something. When it's Justice on Jackson and the preschool gang, that's what I'm talking about because there's no other leader. There's no experience on out on the field besides Deshaun yeah, Jackson. He's a professional. He's a pro. Who's going to step in? My answer is somebody's not in this roster, period. And not to say we need them, but we need leadership in the locker room. Torrey Smith was he had he was on the end of his career pretty much in Philadelphia. He didn't provide so much uh, a great game breaking yeah. ability. We saw we saw an Aguilar that year. It was more, but he gave mm-hmm. us leadership in the locker room. I don't know if we can sit there and go Deshaun Jackson one, Rigger at two. Uh, Greg Ward slash Hightower slash Watkins in the slot and be fine. Even though we had Jason Devon to like the actual yeah, coaching staff today, and his handshake, and that's not gonna save, that's not gonna save our receiver. That's not gonna save our receiver. You talk, are you talking about? Are you talking about uh, so like he said, that he does when he like catches the uh, catches a pass? Or catches talking- the ball. <laughs> <Correct>. <laughs> we need experienced players in this locker room. So like you said, we might need to go to free agency or a trade, even via trade. And when I say this. I don't want to see Jordan Matthews ever again. I don't want to see Shelton Gibson ever again. If Shelton Gibson ever even come to Philadelphia again, it's going to be a problem. He's going to have to see me. <laughs> Shel- Shelton yo. Gibson could be eating the Philly cheesesteak in California and I'd slap yo. him. <laughs> That's for getting that Just close. Getting that. Don't, don't even order nothing from Philly, nigga. I think, I think they probably will end up having to bring somebody in off the, uh, not off the street, but like, like he was just sitting on the couch. But I feel like who, what, what receivers – what receivers are out there that's a free agent that you feel like would would be a good fit? Not because like they're talented, but just would be a good fit for our. I offense. mean, I was you have we have Josh Gordon out here. He's gonna he's trying to get reinstated by the NFL. He's talented, but we obviously he has his own puff the magic dragon issues. Taylor Gabriel, who had who had great years in Atlanta. He went to Chicago, didn't really do yeah. as much, but he still has breakaway speed. You know, Paul Richardson's out there who had great a few good years. Seattle, Washington, and then you know, and honestly, the Head case AB is always also yeah. out there. And you hear something? <laughs> when you talk about <laughs> I sign AB right. I want nothing to do with now. him. I went I went nothing you to do with crazy. him. I want nothing He's to do with crack. him. I sign I AB name. Right I want nothing to do with him. I only said his name because I know Eagles fans are gonna go there. When, every time sure. we get desperate, we're just like, Oh, go get this guy. Oh, go get you know, you know, go but get this guy. And you're like, Well, didn't yeah, he? he like, was, no, he was tripping, no. but I think I feel he he gotta be on his best behavior now. It's like I gotta, or he gonna it's mess not with possible. me. It's possible. It is possible. When people show you who they are, believe no, them. no, yeah, no. I he's agree not with that. Be I agree either. with that. And he's still gonna be he's him. Got- Trust me, he can. He can be. He can. If he can, he can shape back up for sure. He can shape back up. People came back from worse in New England. They thought that they thought that in Oakland, and they like, come on, like how many, like how many strikes in you out? And no, then I get Talent coming to you so far, like I went nothing to do with that. We already had drama from the re- possible receiver receiver on the team talking about Carson and saying he's an egomaniac. I don't need another psycho. Say, say his name, Alshon. We talking about you, okay. bro. Allegedly, well, I'll text Josina Anderson and yeah, see, see what you say. And that wasn't even on the AB level, and that was horrible to just every day turn on the TV and say, "Oh, here goes Carson was losing control of the locker room." The Nick Foles, like I don't need nothing like that. And AB was going to give you a way worse, a worse nightmare than that. I'm not interested. Sometimes talent is not worth it. I disagree. Sometimes it's just not worth. I it. disagree. I mean, I feel so like it, I feel like if I feel like if somebody, I don't care if you've been in a hundred teams, if you if somebody can go to if somebody can go to actual prison and then and do jail time and then come out of that and still come into the NFL and still be somewhat productive. You don't want him. I get it. I understand. I, I, I'm not even disagreeing with he you. He doesn't want to but, do better. But I think he does. I think he do. He, he don't have a choice. He doesn't want to do better. Choice. 
And I, I mean, think- he literally put out a post two weeks ago saying he's retired from the NFL because after NFL, I'm over it. Then four days later, he tweets again. Oh, I, I just want to get clearance. I want to come back to NFL. This is last week, brother. This is last week. No, you want to take me to make the news. Congrats, you made the news, bitch ass nigga. The Bentley stays, the broke hoes goes. Fuck out of here, little man. Little man. Fuck out of here. I want on, nothing A-B. to do with I'll it. I'll sign AB. And I'll tell him. You nothing to do with it. But we do agree. We needed to do it. We needed in free agency. We This roster, the receiver core as it is, regardless of when Alshon comes back, when he graces us with his presence, is not it. Until that time, even when it does come back, his health, his Alshon's ability to be in shape, like, uh, we need to get it from outside. We need to get it from somewhere. I don't want. Well, I, don't, I do not want old as Mary Thomas. I tell you that. Oh so. no. Go get Josh Gordon. I know Seattle wants it back. But listen, it gets cold in Seattle, Ben. It gets cold and rainy in Seattle. You can always spend the face. But for right now, that means the Eagles are down. Marquise and obviously with Alshine on the pup, we're gonna have to get creative. Yeah, we have sure. to call somebody. Call somebody. What, how, how how do you think that this season is gonna uh, fake finish like hundred percent? No, I told you that from the beginning. I, I never thought we were going to have anything. I thought we're, I think everybody's going to – I thought everybody – every league was going to try because of money, and we're going to have what we're having now, which is why the Phillies, yeah. Phillies aren't playing baseball, um, everything else. You got Lou Williams going to Magic City to get yeah. wings. Like, yeah, nothing sustainable. It's not going to happen. Um, I really I, – honestly, I'd rather them just cut it short now happen. instead of just, like, playing with our emotions. Like, listen, man, it ain't I, – I, I understand y'all wanting to try, and I'm glad because I wanted y'all to try anyway, but it ain't working, like. Let it go, cause you just put more people at risk for nothing. I mean, but they gotta try. It's money. It's, it's TV contracts, so it's no, like yeah. A- that's why I said I, I get it. Like I get it, but like Lane Johnson tested positive. He the first of many on his team. I'm just hoping once 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 test positive, I'm checked out. I'll pay like, for the vaccine myself. <laughs> I'm gonna get it funded. I'm gonna go find it. I'm gonna find the medicinal tree in the in the in the jungle. Um, but as oh. we said, we got we got a roster spot to fill. Hopefully, they go outside the team to fill it. We can't rely on youth and inexperience to do anything. We tried youth and experience last year. It got us Greg Ward and a bunch of bums dropping the ball. Do you trust Doug to have him ready? Doug talked about being creative and having uh, scrimmages amongst the team and practices. He talked about how he's going to get creative, creating competition in, in practice because we don't have scrimmages, because we don't have preseason. But you can only, I mean, as you know, you played a fo- high school football. Right? You, can only, you can't simulate live game action. So I think Doug will have the oh. mix of the period, but you just can't, you can't simulate that. So I, 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 Doug will try to have them ready. Will they be ready? No. Yeah, and it's, and it's not, and that's not even a, a slight to Doug. It's gonna be a no. lot of teams like that. He's gonna do yeah, everything. It's gonna be a lot of teams like that. Doug is gonna have early days and late nights. He's gonna try everything in his power to get them sure. ready. But you yeah, can't simulate live game like action in any, in any sport. It's not possible. Eagles, do your thing. Howie, do your thing. The Howie bat signal is in the sky. Bring us somebody in here, please. <laughs> I heard we got some um, exciting news that's going on in the city. Something that exciting is going on in the city. Yeah, I mean, we obviously you talk about whether you're talking about fantasy, what you're, whether you're talking about the Eagles, whether you're talking about the Sixers. We're talking about building, like, togetherness, commu- a sense of community in the city, right? And we're talking yes, about sir. how everybody in Philadelphia, whether, whether you're in the South, North, North East, Northeast, West, whatever, come together. And the city's been trying to do that over the last couple weeks. And with that, you have obviously what's going on with the rioting, the unrest in the city. The Philadelphia Historical Commission voted last Friday, 10 to 2. So we had two dissenters, the two people's names, I want them, in favor uh, against this, moving uh, the new now boarded up Columbus statue at the Marconi Plaza in South Philadelphia. So it's now going to go to a vote scheduled on August 12th. To have the statue removed after all everything going on in that plaza, everything going on around the Columbus statue, um, they they're gonna vote in August off to officially have it moved. I had not that a statue existed before 
<laughs> this riot, whatever was going on down there happened. Really? Um, I had no idea the statue was there. And most of all, I asked her, like, I, I, no was there. I ain't gonna say in pump fake. I didn't know that shit was there neither. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm it, glad not that I want this to be our audience, but if you're a protester listening to this, you were just better than all shut the fuck up. Yo, say, you were that, say, it say it one more time. Not, as far as not, if we don't need you as our base. We don't need you as our audience, by the way. But if you're a protester, a person who lived in South Philadelphia, who was protecting that statue or felt like you had to protect a Columbus statue from rioters, and you can't see me as an air quotes because nobody was coming out to bash up that bullshit. Exactly. You were better shutting the fuck Come up. On. Because if, if you shut if you the fuck up. And if you didn't hear what she said, she said, you're better off shutting the fuck up. That's what she said. Had you just sat in your house, ate your cold cuts, and watched The Godfather for the 50th time, and, and not brought attention to this shit at all. Nobody had any idea that bullshit was there. You could have walked past, and you could have saluted mass murderer, sociopath Columbus, who didn't discover shit, and nobody would have gave a fuck. Exactly. Seriously. But every time, I'm like, I don't know if you had this feeling, and like, when I ever watch those videos, it was on social media because I wasn't even my ass in South Philly. And, I, and you know what's crazy? I um, actually work in South Philly. I work in South Philly and I still didn't know it was there. I'm in South Philly every single day. <laughs> every day. And I never and knew so it was like, there. Every time I saw, I, I went from it being non relevant because I didn't know to it being an insignificant because who gives a shit to every time I saw in these videos, tough guys all flexed out, but you're like, you're overweight so you can't flex. And. <laughs> Y'all out there protecting the statue. I said, I hope they fucking take that shit down. Like, they actually made me root for something I didn't even give a fuck about. Yeah. To a point where when I saw them boarded up and stuff, I said, I started laughing at the tears. People were crying. And so, people was crying out there. Uh, you know, like, you know, like actually, like fake tears. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, how can they do this? How can you erase? How can they erase our history? They're erasing our history. Let me fucking tell you something. Let me tell you people something. In America, the black history starts from a boat. A boat. You don't hear anything about black people pre a boat, okay? A boat. Can you I imagine that? Class. Just hit him, hit him with that right there. Just hit him with that. Even that right there is crazy. When your, your history, your history starts from you being on a boat, from not, a fucking boat, from a boat. <laughs> you don't know where you're going. Not on, the historical man. aspect of obviously creation, as far as like our inventions, everything else, from a fucking boat in chains. Come on, man. So a statue being removed can't take nothing from, can't take your history. Because I came from erasure. Sean came from erasure. We didn't learn our history in school. Hell no. We didn't have no fucking statue. Like, Hell no. guess what? I have never walked past. I have never walked past a concentration camp. I know what the fucking Holocaust is. I exactly. don't need a statue to teach me shit. There's schools. There's encyclopedias. There's whatever. So in a world where you wanted to know the history of the mass murderer Christopher Columbus, I can look it up. So you can up. tell me why I'm. You drunk. can find anything so on Google. Whole, thank you. Okay, Google. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole thing about they're trying to erase our history. If you have a race history that can be erased by somebody taking a statue that nobody knew was was there, your history must not be that fucking rich. Seriously. It must be full of bullshit. And it is. Come off of it. And it is. <laughs> and it is. Let it go. So let it go. Let let like yeah. Frozen. Let that let that st- let, let that go. Let so at go. this point at this point, I hope on August twelfth they actually remove that fucking statue. That's how I feel now. They've actually pushed me to that level. Can, if think? they don't move the statue, we're going down there and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna pull that shit to the fucking <laughs> ground. That shit is done. It's <laughs> over. It's over. You did it to yourself. You didn't have to. If you didn't, if you don't come out there with your flags and you're protesting and everything else, like there was no crowd of people coming to take that statue, bro. Nope. Well, if you're talking about Black Lives Matter, it's like Black people's not coming down to softly touch nobody's fucking statue. And that's the thing. We, like you, even like you just said, nobody even know these statues exist. 
Nobody even know they exist. So it's not like they're getting any notoriety or any like any like you know like fame. Like people are, like t- going down there to post pictures. Nobody, no tourists coming down there to take pictures and like with the statue or nothing like that. Bring it down, man. Right is right and wrong is wrong. Bring it down. It should have been down. Obviously, the that boulevard is Delaware Avenue, and it's not. It's not going to change. It's not going to erase your history. You're not going to be less Italian. He wasn't even Italian, by the way. But you're not going to be less Italian. Read a book. He's not even Italian. Right. Um. And as people who talk about, oh well, if it's that big, big of a deal, then why keep it up? Why keep up monuments of of hate? And that's why I said, right is right and wrong is wrong. It should have been down. Because, like you said, why keep up monuments of hate? Uh, and as far as you know, the Rizzo, the Rizzo statue was taken from City Hall. Fuck that guy too. And so, as far as the rest of this country is concerned, take him down. I'm not gonna be sitting there like, let's take listen. It's over. We're done. We're done. We're having a we're, we're gonna have the statue of Chris Columbus, a massive. Uh, murder of Native Americans, a, a, a serial killer, a rapist. We can keep going. Right. Yeah. What do you need a statue of him for? That, if you're, if you're him, a proud Italian, said, take them all down. Take them all down. None of them. None of them need to be Italian, up. If you're a proud Italian, why would you want that up? If you, if you're claiming him as your heritage, if you're claiming him as your heritage, even though he's not Italian, why would you want that up? Reflective of your community. If I, if for an equivalent person in the black community, I would not want that person's statue up either. I would not want a black person statue up who was a mass murderer, a killer, or a multiple genocidal person. If, if, if somebody's wrong, you're wrong. Flat out. right? Black, white, pink, purple. It's like right is right and wrong is wrong. And you got to carry it that way all across the board. And it don't happen like that for them. And for them, you So know in this city, about. like we heard them before, we heard them before about this city, how it's two different cities in this place. Like it's multiple cities in this place. It's, it's a city for how certain people live. How people, how black people live, how how Asian people live in the city. Uh, it's, and obviously, this is a reflection of the different Philadelphias. The people who want this statue or such like that up, people who are saying, "Why the hell? Like, you out of your damn mind?" Seriously. Um. Seriously. And the, like I like said, right, the way, right, right, right. And I'm glad you said it's two different Philadelphias. That like reference to the to Meek Mill dropped a song called. I'm sure everybody know who Meek Mill is. The other side of America, like it's two sides of America. It's, it's a certain side mm-hmm. that people think don't even exist or it's not real. No, people live it's, it's, people live in bad situations and not because they just didn't do for themselves or they made bad decisions. People are born into fucked up situations based off the way the system is, is built. And people don't understand that and people don't want to recognize that. Uh, and so that, to, that, to, that, to that point, the city, America is taking these statues down. August 12th, do your thing. And when they, when they say August 12th, the statues come down. Do the right thing. I guess. Yeah, thank you. And I guess certain parts of the city will have they'll, they'll be crying and they'll, they'll have their complaints. But at the end of the day, nobody should have to walk past a piece of shit every day. Seriously, literally, seriously. And and people, people, get, people get fired for that usually. Seriously. And and people who are saying, "What is it in? You want to do that? Take down much Take down much Rushmore. Take down this. Take down the father and fathers. I don't give a fuck. Take them all down. Take them. Take them. Shit. We no no person of color beyond black people. No Native American has affinity for that Mount Rushmore. Yeah, like, we don't give a fuck. That's, that's your idol. That is, yo, I'm. That's your idols, exactly. That's so, crazy. what you got to do? Um, and so, obviously, we're, we're talking about in this city <laughs> to shift gears from there. What we're talking about really is, like you said, we're talking about community togetherness. The city's trying to, you know, bring us together. And whether you're talking about statue removal, whether you're talking about what you like in your your Philly cheesesteak, we're just gonna have a bunch of different opinions. That's how Philadelphia is. Yeah. We don't, and we're not gonna all. We're just gonna have a bunch of dis- disagreements. And one of the disagreements that came up, Sean. What's that? The other day was strippers in the park. Strippers in the what? <laughs> strippers, strippers in the, in the park. park. What the fuck? So this was a, an MLK park. 
<laughs> a group called Stilettos Inc. Shout out to these ladies. What are they called? I'm, I'm far for this. Stilettos Incorporated. Stilettos Inc. Stilettos Inc. And they held a stripper. Yeah. Shout out. Like, shout out. What, 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 shout what, out to all the, all the hardworking women. Hold on. I'm sorry. Can't want me to cut you off, but I want to talk to the ladies real quick. Shout out to all the hardworking women out there, you know, doing what they got to do, you know, taking chances, you know, every night. It, it ain't it ain't hard. It ain't easy going up and down that pool like that. You mean? They, you mean? It's the R&B album. Shout out to you. I'm, I'm just want to take, take a moment. The, the shout out. To it's the really people. not easy, though. It's really not easy. It's not really not easy. That's 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 hard. That's artwork, by the way. This is not even us being funny. That's art. That's very hard. That is very hard. Uh, and the way they do it with such grace. Kudos to you, ladies. So, Stiletto so, so Inc. went to MLK Park on Saturday to raise awareness for better working conditions for in gentlemen's clubs. Uh, so, this is a fundraiser also for out-of-work dancers because obviously COVID-19 has shut down. Whether you're Delilah's, whether where you, wherever you go in the city, it shut down these clubs because of the COVID-19 shutdown. So, they went to Malcolm X Park to raise awareness for better working conditions for strippers and to raise funding for out-of-work dancers. The problem is the problem for some residents near MLK Park was they felt like this was not the place to have this kind of event. Kim Fuller, who's who's a resident who who talked to ABC Six ABC there, she's a she's the coordinator for Global Life, the Global Leadership Academy. She said this was not the place to hold it. The images that were sent to me were upsetting because they were so, they were so exposing. And my thought was there are babies in that park. If you're going to protest for a treatment for your better job, I think the place to protest is. Where you're having an issue at. Kim, you're out of your mind. <laughs> and Kim, I just, you work down the street. And that's a public park. Those women play tax money just like the rest of us, right? We do. And the, the strippers said back, she said, they said, regardless of whether we said stripping, pole dancing in the park, all that's legal. We're not here to talk about moralities. We're here to talk about legalities. Thank you. Oh, that's a bar this right there. Public a bar. Say that park. again. We're not here to talk about moralities. We're here to talk about legalities. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank okay. you to those ink. That's the point here. They pay ta- we pay, they pay taxpayers paying money like everybody else. That's a public park. The those the representative for still those still those ink said they were not near the children's part of the park where there's playgrounds and everything else. They went to the further end of the park. So they're just in the fucking park. They're not taking their clothes off. They're, they they have on their strip, they have a pole, they're pole dancing. I go to Rittenhouse Square all the time. I see people sunbathing, laying with their chest, their, their 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 face down, their backs are out. Mm-hmm. Like this is pretty much a bathing suit situation they were doing. And listen, they're just pulled and Sean ain't complaining. Okay, I just want to throw that out there. There we go. Sean ain't complaining. Do y'all think? So man. to me, if you can have like I, like I was saying, you like if you can have, it's a public park. She can, they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. It's a public park. If you can have your, your fake Harry Potter Quidditch matches in the park, if you can have your scavenger huts in the park, if you can have your uh, Blue Lives Matter protests in the park, then strip people should be able to pole dance in the park. They're Get not taking money their clothes off. in the park. Stilettos, Inc. Get your money in the park, girl. They're within their legal rights to take to, 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 to strip. It, I mean, what was Saturday? 100 degrees? Perfect day. Hundred degrees. Tell me, wear less clothing. Yeah. What's it? Um, honestly, so I but honestly, honestly, like if you're being real, what's the difference between seeing somebody like walk in a bathing suit, which is really just a panties and bra on a boardwalk, as opposed to seeing someone like like working out on a hot ass day in the park with a bathing suit on, or like on near a pool? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's all the same. It's all the same skin. If we could, it's all the same skin. And I would so, had I would had the yeah. ladies from Stilettos Inc. on the show. 
There we go. I will listen. Maybe I'll make it happen. Maybe I'll make it happen. I'll send it. I will. I will 100% send a DM. Yeah, we got to make that Because happen. to me, to me, I don't see anything wrong here. They're within the legal rights. It's a public park. It's a public space. You can do it. Like that's, like she said, it's legality. And so you, some residents said the demonstration should have happened somewhere else. Why? It's a public area. Yeah. Was this a, and then guess a, what's a little, this sounds like a Karen situation. Was this another Karen situation? No. No, it wasn't. No. Her name is Kim Fuller. She was a, she was a sister. She was a sister. She was a sister. She Jeez, just correct. But you know how we are. We know how we are as a community. We always trying to get to like respect that respectability, yeah. morality, BS. We also like. got to learn how to mind our. And, I, and I, thank you. And Stilettos Inc. told them, guess what they said? What they say? We'll be back. We'll be back. So are you out there every week? <laughs> <laughs> are you? I guess because of the number notoriety. Look at you. We just try to get some signals no, no. right now. <laughs> I guess because. <laughs> no, 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 no. And they no, are doing no. social distancing at this, this thing. But I guess because of the notoriety, because 6 ABC came out there, because uh, Kim won them, you know, obviously we could think about it. They've decided this is their last stand. We might as well, we're not going to go anywhere. We're going to come back here. Because what they're talking about is valid. They have every right to talk about issues addressing them. I mean, there was V Street, other restaurants in the city actually closed last week because their workers were actually trying to get. They were trying to raise the bar for working conditions. This is V Street and another, I forget the other restaurant in Philadelphia that was closed last week because they couldn't negotiate with the union of these workers to get betterment. So what did they do? They protested. They brought the attention to, to the public that when I'm working at V Street, this is what's happening to me. And they ended up closing because they couldn't get a negotiation with their actual restaurant staff and the actual ownership. If So how do the strippers not have the same right to do so, which is to make it public, to protest, to bring it up? And so to me, what would you do that besides in public? How would you get the word out standing in front of Delilah's or standing in front of any other gentleman's club if nobody's there to rob past? At most protests I see in general take place City Hall, the public place, which is Dilworth Park. Exactly. A park. Yeah. yeah. So Kim and the rest of you, all uh, that do get this, but, but the children's eyes. Yo. First of all, children don't even know what it's Children can't, children don't sexualize people. people adults put sexualization into them. Yep. So Kim, calm the fuck down. Kim is a Karen Also, so they weren't near the Kim is, I don't care if she's black. That's yeah. some Karen shit. That's some Karen shit. Car- Kim, stop, stop that shit, Karina. Karenita. Uh, stop that shit. And so to me, more power to them. I hope they go back and do it. Because to me, this this is not this like she said, it's not about morality, it's about legalities. And they have within the entire right. Like I said, I've walked past Blue Lives Matter protests. I've like their protests, you know, you have these different rallies in the city that are divisive. That this is this is harmless. This is people talking about where they work, it sucks. Man. I saw a lady strip naked in front of City Hall yesterday. But naked. These strippers gotten close. Was she homeless? I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> Did you give her a tip? At least. <laughs> I mean, I was watching because obviously, like, my uh, I am aware of, like, mental health. So I was watching to see if she needs aid. Also, I'm aware of, like, obviously heat exhaustion. So you're just, like, you don't want to, like, just walk. I'm a person that I don't want to be a person that walks past somebody if they're in need. But, you know, yeah. and I also didn't want her to fall into the situation where she did. If she did have a mental situation, she will fall into the hands of the wrong cop who didn't know how to treat her. And then it would be a whole other situation. Okay. So I walked slowly. And when I got to her, just to hear it, she said, God damn, it's hot out here. <laughs> I started. I was like, well, she seems to be very much aware what she's doing and why. <laughs> she knows exactly what's going on outside. So, <laughs> she stripped, completely naked. I said, sis, you all right? She said, I'm good. Girl. I'm hot. I said, Okay. <laughs> So she was naked, <laughs> completely naked. Not even, not a sock on her. Not nothing. Oh, shit. And she was not protesting working conditions. I'm she a, was just hot. I'm gonna come pick you up from work tomorrow. All right, make sure everything cool. <laughs> uh, and so, this is a city. 
You, you're complaining about people just uh, pretty much exercising on the pole. They're exercising. Yeah, what do I care? Stilettos Inc., more power to you. Stop trying to force what you think should be appropriate on other people. And, but that, Do that what's appropriate go, for yourself. And that should go yeah. across the board, period. Some people just got to learn how to yes. mind their business. Like, mind your fucking business sometimes. Everything, just because you see yeah. something and you might not like it, don't mean you got to comment on it. Like, keep worry about what you not got going on. Commentary. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Not everything is your commentary. Not everything is your judgment. Exactly. If I'm walking past that park, I see women on the on the pole and they're just whatever, and it's broad daylight and they're just they're clothed. Oh, they're just working out, and I and I, I keep going. I probably would have stopped uh, if they're doing a or something. You mean it's hot outside? You see they out there trying? I might give them some money. I might take a picture of my Instagram. I don't care. <laughs> this is a public park. They have every right to be there. They have every right to be there. Leave them girls alone. What do I care? We can have three protests. Yeah, three of them popping off at the same time. Who's doing that? What city doing that? I want to protest Kim protesting them. <laughs> what's the, my own what's side. he doing that? You heard it first here at the Fly Zone. We were protesting the protest. Y'all on some bullshit. There Fly Zone is with you, girls. The Fly Zone is with you. Um, and you guys, you can keep doing what you're going to do because that is your right to sit there and be great. Kim, have a coconut smile somewhere. Have a coconut smile. Please go. And before we wrap everything up for this week's episode, we want to get the bulletin board. We're giving you the latest news and a rundown of all the events going on in the city that's coming up. If you if you choose to go out there, if you're breaking quarantine to get out in the city, we got some things for you. Also, we're just giving you the latest news in the city. So the bulletin board is here. And the first thing, the, the breaking news in the city right now is the ban on indoor dining has moved to September. Jesus. And womp, 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 September womp, is a legendary womp. month, though. September, September 1st, though. So the first of the month. Yeah, it's a both birthday month for mm-hmm. both of us. That's a legendary month. But it's September 1st. So it's not end of September. It's the first of September. And Sean, I don't know about you, but like, please, because I like outdoor dining. It's hot as hell out here. Yo, it's hot as a motherfucker outside. <laughs> if you see me eating, it's going to be inside my house. It's going to be sitting on nobody's I don't know if I keep doing this outdoor dining in this humidity. So please, we tried to go green in July. We didn't go green. We were, we're, in, the, we're in the half green phase. We tried to go full green by the end of July. They said no. So now they push this to September. The health commissioner, Thomas Fairley, came out yesterday. He said between March and May, there was an epidemic wave that was more or less stated and started in New York City. It spread south and west, hit Philadelphia on its way. Then after the southern states, southern states reopened too quickly and too recklessly, its second wave that started there is now spreading north and east from here. The wave has now hit Philadelphia. So we're talking about the second wave, which is why we couldn't do indoor dining yet. So we're in the set. The second wave has come to the city, and they also urge res- residents in the city to avoid going to the beach because they said 27 percent of respondents in the city contacting tracing program have been affected while traveling out of state, which is a Jersey Shore, another common destination. So pretty much, you either eat beach. outdoors in the heat, but stay your ass in the house, and not, we're not at the beach. That's what Philadelphia's commanding, and that's what's going on there. So that's the first action on the bulletin. September 1st, you might have a chance to be indoors in the air conditioning, eating your steak, eating your fries indoors, but until then. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> um, a few events coming up in the city. Uh, last week I talked about the parking lot social that's still happening. The last day for that is Sunday, which is the parking lot, a movie, movie the- drive-in movie theater situation. You know, I've never been happening to a, at the Navy a Yard. movie theater before. Of course not. We're millennials. Have you? Not. But they still have them. Have you? Uh, I once they used to have one like near Cherry Hill. Well, not Cher- they, but it was like not legit. But I have gone to in the city, not drive-ins, but I've gone to outdoor screenings that they've had in the city, whether it's at Clark Park, whether it's at you know the Eakins Oval, the Oval events they have there. I've watched Clueless at the park, the Eakins Oval last year. I've gone to outdoor movie screenings at Dilworth Park, everywhere else, but I have not gone to a drive-in because I'm a millennial 
and we just we stream a we lot stream of shit. everything i want to do a uh i want to do a, dr- a driving movie theater that'd be some cool shit on that day i mean obviously the parking lot social is there i think they're gonna i think they're gonna have another another drive-in movie theater popping up very soon I, I, when i find it out i'll let you know i, I got an email about that so the parking lot social at the navy yard through sunday center city fit at delaware park it's a free boot camp at Delaware Park. That's a city hall every Monday and Tuesday. It starts at six o'clock. The first fifty people in there. That's it. That's our cap. And then once you get in there, it's to fifty. You're done. Social distancing, but you get a free workout, six p.m. every day at at um, Delaware Park. That's a city hall. But you are you are you out there? Are you doing this outdoor workouts with the, with the gym? Every Yo, day? Yo, what you say? My outdoor workouts. Me running. I said I know some gyms are doing like outdoor workouts, but to me, my outdoor running is my outdoor workout is me like riding my bike and running. I don't need to go to a gym and do like out working. I saw people working out in front of the gym two weeks in ago. In front of the gym with the with the with the trainer. In front of the gym? yeah, and I'm not going to the gym to work out outside. They don't even they don't, that just don't sound right to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hot. Me and Sean are very much we are cousins. When it's too hot, we just ain't doing Seriously. it anyway, regardless. We but. To, but I will, but I will say that if people are work, interested in working out outside, I know a fit camp that happens every single Saturday at five o'clock at Marcus Foster's uh, football field. Uh, it's ran by um, uh, Brown Kings and Queens Camp. They do a fitness camp every day, and it's actually for kids, not for adults. So, so if you want to keep your kids busy or tire them out, you can take them out there on a, uh, a Saturday evening. And uh, what you say, Ken? Kids have nothing but free time, so please keep them in shape. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. And, and it's later in the evening, so this it's not as hot. The sun is down. So or it's either we do either do it later in the evening or early in the morning where it's not so hot. So you don't got to worry about your kids getting a heat stroke. Or if you want to stand out there and wait, you ain't got to worry about standing in the, heat, in the hot sun. But uh, that's something to think about, though. So if you want to get a little workout for your kids or even for yourself, you mean you can turn nobody away. You can come out, get a little workout in. Come out to Marcus, Marcus Foster football field, 5 o'clock every Saturday. Yes. Also, uh, there's a new beer garden called Spring Arts Beer Garden, which is Yards Brewery, Love City Brewery, Chippewa Bottom Brewery, and Roy Pitts Brewery. They've all combined together to make a beer garden. That's on 1023 Hamilton Street. That opens this weekend. It's a collaborative outdoor space for these four local beer breweries. They have food. They have obviously beer, <laughs> which is a calling court for calling card for a brewery. So that opens this weekend. It's called the Spring Arts Beer Garden, and that's at 1023 Hamilton Street. And also for the 23rd year in a row, street movies have returned, which is what we we're just talking about, not which is outdoor movie screenings. This weekend is the first weekend they're going to be at West Kensington at uh, Tala Puerto Rinqueño. I said that right. <laughs> Shout out. I didn't take it. I didn't take one year Spanish. That's what Telemundo. Uh, and so that's going to be at West Kensington this this uh, Saturday, August first is the first screening. And street movies is a free screening series for audiences audiences of all ages that tours neighborhoods of Philadelphia. So it's going to bounce around to different areas: North Philly on Tuesday, West Philly on Wednesday, Germantown Sunday, uh, next Wednesday, Cam in Cam, New Jersey, and it keeps going uh, all the way through Saturday, August fifteenth. So there's going to be. Outdoor screen, an outdoor screening pop up. We'll also drop a link to that in our social medias, and you'll get all the links to the event, these events, and all the information about these events on the social medias. Listen, I will take a free movie when the sun goes down. Any like day, we said. Any, <laughs> any day, day of the week. week. I'm a movie, and I'm a movie. <laughs> I'm a movie nigga. I love movies. So if it's free ninety nine, I'm there. City's always offering great options, and so like we said, the Bulletin Board has you down. The Fly Zone has you down. We'll be telling you new events, the latest news, everything else, and make sure. You follow us on our social medias. Where are we at on Twitter, Sean? At the Fly Zone on Twitter. On Instagram, we are at the period Fly Zone. Follow us. Tap in. And listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Playlist.
all around the world. You can hear us. I got my our cousin in South Korea. You hear this yep. literally the other day. Uh, so once again, I'm Kansas McLean, and I'm joined with Deshaun the Connect Carter. And we want to say to you guys, stay safe out there. Peace. Peace.